Before we get started with today's show, I want to remind you about Green Mountain Dental Group, just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're the best family damn family-owned dentist in all of the metro area. You can go there right now and get a cleaning x-ray or an exam, and they'll give you a free Sonicare toothbrush. These guys have been longtime partners of DNVR since our inception. They continue to support us because they connect with us. We're, we're a company, a local Denver company. They are a local Denver company. They care about their clients. They send birthday cards. They do all that great stuff. They take special care of all of their clients. They want to get to know them. That's why they're a family practice and they make you feel like family. So check them out. Green Mountain Dental Group. Again, just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. All right, you guys got the energy? No. You got the energy? You got the excitement? Let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome. I didn't even get to welcome to the Winners Club. Oh, we're excited. We're, we're ready. We're here. We are so excited. Here. Do you man, want the energy? I want, I, I want all the energy. Out of control energy. That one felt good, man. Like, you know, we've been down in the dump. The vibes, we've been, we've been a little bit low, but they're slowly creeping back up. And I feel like tonight was a little reward for all of our suffering. Uh, we're presented tonight, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download it. Use promo code DNVR. When you sign up, devil win you a bunch of money. You'll become rich. You'll retire okay. on a beach somewhere. It's going to be great. Can you believe it? $10 at a time. $10 at a time. <laughs> That's all man. it takes. <laughs> units at a time. It is a unit. That's right. Whatever yeah. your unit is. One unit at a time, folks. One unit at a time. We have a special guest here. It's not Eric, but I'm going to introduce him first. I, I, I do oh, have... It's great to be here. Is this what this place looks like? This is... Wow. It's so weird, isn't it? In, in person. We got Superstar Dev. I'm just excited to be here. Um... We have a guest. Look at how bright your shirt is when you look at it on the screen. It is so bright. I look clean. I you like do look that. Clean. I you always look clean. clean. But we have a special guest. Phone. I'm told all the way from Utah, right? So far, all the way. Solid so city. far, yeah. <laughs> Quite a trek. Mrs. Molly Hunt is in the house. Your first time to DNVR bar? It is, yeah. Scale of one to a million, how was it? A million and one. Oh, oh wow. That was it the right answer. When she that. paused for a second, <laughs> I thought she was, not exist. When she paused, I thought she was going to like really think of a number. Like, it was around 850,000. Like, oh, <laughs> right, I thought about it. Here. I was like, what's one less than a million? Or do I go one over a million? You always go over. That was smart over. of you. Um, you're a good luck charm. You can't leave. You can't go back to, to I'm Utah. All about it. Yeah. You just have to, we'll put a cot in yeah, one of the so closets. We can find a really salty uh, water area for you to swim in. You can't go back to Utah. <laughs> Uh, what a game, guys. What a game. Um, it was equal parts very satisfying. Oh, Some clutch my. moments from Faku. All of a sudden, it was a disaster, and I thought they were going to lose, and we were going to have the mm-hmm. saddest losers lounge. But then Jokic, the MVP, comes up clutch. Molly, I'll ask you, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Faku? Do you want to start with Jokic somewhere else? So this was Faku's first NBA double-double, right? What? Yeah. Uh, somebody was asking me that. Is that yeah. true? I, I, yeah, I, yeah, it is. Check it I is. think it is. That's impressive. So maybe we start there. All right. Faku was incredible tonight. Dude, Faku. He might say he was the tiny king of the game. We'll get to that here in a little bit. He was good tonight. Then the fourth quarter came along. MV King. And the MV King. He was indeed the MV King. The fourth quarter rolled around, and, you know, Denver has this thing going on right now where they're missing all of their shooters. And some of the lineups you roll out there, you go like, my God, just hold things together. Like, who's going to score any baskets? They can all defend, but who can score baskets? Tonight, when it mattered most, I was feeling that way. And wh- who was it but our tiny king who came in and Faku and saved the day? I mean, Faku was amazing. Like, just clutch. Like, that's what it was. Like, he was 
composed, some would say. Um, Mr. Reliable. Like, you just knew, like, to give him the ball and he was going to make the right play happen. Um, and you could see it going down the stretch that he, like, was building the confidence and everyone around him was building the confidence. They gave it to him. Jokic is throwing it to him at weird spots just because he knew that he was going to make the play happen. And for him to knock down three three-pointers and have ten assists and just control the game in every single way against, a, you know, like, the Pelicans are not like a good team or a great team or anything like that, but they were inspired. They yeah. played well. They have good guards. Like they have the personnel, and he he actually came through and, and he he delivered. So that was a huge huge game for by Faku. Yeah, Ma- man. So Molly, I'm going to give you an opportunity to endear yourself to an entire nation of people, well, or or, or, you or, go, or you could go like Harrison, <laughs> who's actually not allowed in South America. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that you can really choose your answer wisely here, but. Are you a fan of the Tiny King Faku Gambazo? Oh, 100%. I mean, how are you not a fan of I'm everybody on this team, no, right? I like Nothing it. But love. And tonight, just so clutch. I mean, I think it's a bit early to give him the clutch label in the NBA. He was clutch in, in EuroLeague, but I feel like he's clutch. Tonight was like... It's weird because clutch doesn't really exist, like statistically or whatever, but tonight it was like, no, he came up clutch when the ball was in his hands. I felt great about it. Anyway. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, everyone believed in him. They really did. Like, and he he wanted the ball in his hands. Like, that's something we talked about in the last show is even though he's an unselfish player and, and he makes things happen, Dude, things he wants the, the ball. He really does want yeah. the ball and he wants to make like make it all come together. And for him to be the point guard that comes out and he's getting everyone involved, but also attacking and and doing it himself. That's huge. That's yeah. huge, especially for. He's he's essentially a rookie, you know, yeah. like even though he's not a rookie as far as how long he's played professionally and like that, but he's in the NBA and you're in a new like country and you're trying to figure it out and he seems to get more comfortable as time goes by. He's he's playing really well. Dude, Faku, like exactly right. Like it gets down to crunch time and suddenly he steps. I mean, this is like deflections even. It wasn't even just stats. This man's a, he's just a winner. Like he's just a winner. This is why he has all of these accolades. This is why he's won at every level he's played at. This is why he was the MVP of the finals. Like you see it. I mean, during the regular season at various points, you can just look yeah, he's the player of the decade. I mean, like he's I don't know. I we might have to post date his rookie status. We could be Player of this decade as well, Molly. By the way, chat big fan. Uh, they, oh. you're welcome in Argentina. <laughs> you're not welcome Perfect. in Argentina. They all want your Instagram. Like, if you, you, may, you may lay laid it on a little too thick. Actually, <laughs> I, I haven't said much. What else? What else? What else Have I you ever about? been to Argentina? No, I've been to South America, but not Argentina. All right. Yet. Well, if you ever go, you will. I think you like. I think it. There might be a, you just it. became a knight. I yeah, think. I think, I a, I think you, there's like a few marriage proposals in here too. So I, I will know. take it. I, that was a little eager. But. Uh, <laughs> a, little, I'll take a, a little aggressive, guys. Calm down. Um, Faku tonight, 19 points, only nine shots. That's what's great. I don't even. I'm trying to do the math in my head on how this is even possible because he only had four free throws. He goes three of six from the three point line. Just, I mean, just so impressive. I mean, he has his flaws, and we've we've talked about him quite a bit. I will say this. I feel like as he has become a more important piece of the rotation, he is starting to get his legs under him and playing his best. I feel like the last four or five games have been some of his best of the entire season. The best part about it is when you, when you usually talk about Faku, you talk about him being a pest or he is his a pest. defense. He is but a pest, right? he's becoming more of a basketball player. Like he's starting to show himself as more as, as a as a role player. He fit a Just role a winner, tonight. Dude. And he looked yeah, he's a winner. He looked comfortable the entire time. He almost has a triple double tonight. He's the he had a block. He had two <laughs> he had, he had two steals. <laughs> he, 
Well, I mean, add them all up. Add he up did almost have. He did have six rebounds. <laughs> That's right. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, he had a huge game tonight. Like, that, I thought you were saying he almost had ten dude, blocks. And I was like, well, let's go. Faku is the dev of the Denver Nuggets. What can't he do? He'll win you money. I like what you do. He'll, 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 make, he'll make hilarious observations and jokes. Unbelievable. He, he what a go. winner. There we go. He's a winner. <laughs> he really, I, I, he really was impressive down the stretch, and and I think. You know, it's interesting because Monte, he had a very confusing string of emojis today. Did you see that? Super producer Kel, maybe you can find Monte Morris's most recent tweet. It was like six emojis in a row, and I don't know if it means he's almost back or literally anything else. Do you not speak emoji, bro? I don't speak emoji. It was like smiley face, lock button. You're here. You're you're like an emoji guy because you have to be like that type. We have Molly who's an emoji genius here. So she's going to break it down for us. Oh, yeah. Let's let Molly. Yeah, here it is. Molly is going to interpret. I'm surprised I haven't seen it. I'm usually only on Twitter. Nonstop. All right. Here it is. Molly, what does this mean? Are you bringing it up? All right. What does this mean? First off, can you see it? <laughs> it's very tiny. Right. It's very difficult. It's, it's a basketball. It's a little oh, running man. Oh, it's not getting any bigger? Okay. It's a clapping hands, lock, and then a stock report going up. <laughs> the see, stonker point. Actually, I have this. No, it's a hieroglyph. Well, hold up. It's a hieroglyph. <laughs> I'm going to let, let her go first. Molly, what is Monte trying to tell us here? He's saying that, what's the middle one? A uh, clock? Uh, clapping. Hands. Clapping. Clapping. That the Nuggets are back. The vibes. I think that's a vibes That's just well. The stonks. The stonk. I'll tell you what. It, obviously, it means uh, <laughs> I'm returning to basketball. Mm-hmm. Get ready to clap for the. He's locked. Yeah, he's locked in, and he's. He, we're going to the we're top. Going up. We're, we're going, going up. to the yeah. top. I like baby. that. See, mine's this. I love to play basketball and I run this show, oh. so you guys all clap for me because I'm locked in and it's going up. That seems wow. too literal. Seems too literal. <laughs> a little verbose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just read hieroglyph. I read hieroglyph. Well, there's a subtext. There, my yeah, point yeah, yeah. for Whatever. bringing this up is that you know at some point Monte comes back and I think he's the de facto starter, but I do wonder if if Faku has sort of worked his way into. Um, it's, it's weird to say maybe a, a larger role or, or more responsibility, more minutes, or at the very least, if maybe you just don't feel as uncomfortable with him on the court for a large part of this year, he was either bad or he was like up or you didn't know it was like 50 50. What are we getting? And, and right now I just feel like he is playing a lot more consistent. The things he does defensively getting in passing lanes is, is making a bigger difference. And yes, he is the mm, tiny king of the is. game. 19 points, 10 uh, assists. Kale, I would have preferred a larger crown three. on his little tiny head. <laughs> That's All the true. same though. Look at that man. Look at the look at the, the look how happy he is. I know. Look at that look at that expression. Like he just did Ball he just made a, The funny thing is is if you took the six threes and said and ranked them in order of importance, the three he made were the three most important. It's by so far. true. Well, yeah, I cool mean the, the Nuggets were like comfortably pacing the game the entire time. Yeah. They're up by ten points, they're up by six points, they're up by eleven points, but it never really got close until those last moments. And then, you know, what yeah. happens? Faku steps up. Winners win. The winners other, hang with winners, dude. Winners hang well speaking of winners, we also got a thirty two piece from Nikola Jokic tonight. He goes for thirty two, eighteen and seven. No double double Strangely enough, almost a triple-double, but no double-double. Um, he does also get three steals and three blocks. I know that a lot of I'm, – I'm sure the Serbians watching this want to say, how is he not king of the game? I mean, he almost gets All a five-by-five. Right, five. Serbians. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Spread we're, the we're, love. We're just setting up <laughs> no, a Serbia-Argentina battle every single time. <laughs> Jokic was incredible. But more incredible than Jokic tonight was Stan Van Gundy's decision to try mm. Willie Hernan Gomez on him one-on-one. What a joke. 
What was that? What a goddamn joke. That's, that's why Jokic didn't get the double-double. He was so disrespected, <laughs> was disrespected that he was like, I'm not even going to try on anything else besides to show them that that was such an idiotic decision. He was like, did you ask your brother about me? <laughs> don't you have somebody you that know who I know I in your family? Yeah. So I put this out. I think that third quarter run that Jokic went on, I don't think he's ever been more confident going up again. He was like, are you guys really going to do this? And he was like... Throwing up shots and running back before they would even like get to the top of their arc. He just knew it was I in. And it was like a, it was like a that um, McDonald's commercial with Larry Bird and Michael Jordan, where they never missed. Where it? they never missed. You're playing horse. What a reference, man! Do you have any references from the last fifty years, or is that the? Uh, only it was like when they <laughs> released the Model T. That, yeah, that's right. The original Big Mac. Uh, do you know this reference? The Jordan and Larry Bird playing it. Playing, playing horse. Playing horse. For, uh, the, yeah. for the it came oh. out in the 80s. Are you, are you, do you not remember your 80s McDonald's commercials? Mm, little, to be big. honest, I wasn't even really that into basketball. I was just super into McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable. <laughs> to your credit, it was an all-timer. No, but Jokic tonight, you know, it, it's a little bit of a weird game. He gets that clutch block. It's weird to evaluate him because he was absolutely dominant, but of course he was. What, what the heck were they thinking? And, you know, it's nice to see him go out there. It's also, I will say, what are the Nuggets now since they've got Aaron Gordon? 14 and 3 or 16 and 3, 19? I don't even know, but it's a lot and this then was, it's dude, a little. This was a very monumental game as far as Aaron Gordon is concerned. Mm -hmm. This was the first fro win, dude. That is true. If Aaron the Gordon. The curse is, is Well, lifting. it's not the curse. The official curse is not gone. Simply has to be uh, batted down a little bit with a headband. Headband. Mm. Headband That's is right. what neutralizes it's out. It's the suppressor. <laughs> it's the suppressor. I see what you did there. You understand. The suppressor. What do we got? I can't read that. It far. says Faku King. Joker went on a rampage. Third Q. Dad, amazing game. <laughs> All team defense on Zion was great. Thank you, Francisco. That was awesome. I love it. That's a, just a summary of the game, right? <laughs> it is. That's a summary. What are we doing a, a show like, for? I think he actually may have been trying to interpret Monte Morris's emojis. <laughs> oh, is that it? Could have been it. He could narrate my life if that was going to make me sound I will, interesting. I will so, say, Kel, you need a larger barrier of entry. I think the 50 Argentinian, it's like. Three, three cents. It was $5? I thought it was Dude, we will five take, Argentinian. If anybody wants to give us anything, we will <laughs> tap dance for them. I will I'll clean your bathroom. <laughs> Molly, what did you think of Jokic tonight? Don't lose Serbia. You got no. You just gave no. it Argentina. We gave I mean, up. he just continues to prove why he's the MVP. That's yeah. right. Oh, my uh, God. Showing up big in the moments that matter. Yeah. Um, and doing it in Jokic style where he's mad and frustrated. But he was a just, little yeah. edgy tonight. I mean, there were some moments where you're like, ooh, that's a Jokic is mad and he wants everybody to know it moment. Yeah. But then he's like, I got this. Like, let me just put it in cruise control and we'll make it happen. And speaking of haircuts or hairdos or hair stuff, speaking of hair, I can't believe you he haven't brought have haircut. up tonight haircut Jokic. Well, I brought it up before the game. Haircut Jokic has now become so regular. <laughs> it's been pointed out. This is what happens when oh. you have uh, a lady in your life. I like she this won't take. just allow you to get shaggy and uh, <laughs> sort of so unkempt. She's like, you're the MVP of the league. We have to. You need to go out there looking like. Is Death that Trump. why Eric looks so different from Adam? What does that mean? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, so. I'm a, little I'm a little shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah, yeah he does look. Yeah, come on, man. Are you okay? Not really. We'll talk later. <laughs> we'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> Personal attack. <laughs> what? <laughs> we attack people. I'm not the bully. Molly is the bully tonight. It's great. Questions. Just asking the question. Um, to know y'all. <laughs> Aaron Gordon had 10 points very quickly tonight, and we all 
we're kicking ourselves for not oh, taking you, the over. You, you've won Serbia, by the way, too. You won Serbia. You, by the way, everyone oh, in here little, likes you so much better than us. I have a little Serbian flag that I bring to games with me. Do I'll you be, really? I'll be at Ballerino waving my little Serbian flag. You know, in all seriousness, I actually want to take the conversation here. Jokic has to stay in Denver. We really uh, have, as Steve has uh-huh. said this on the Serbian Nuggets basketball podcast, you know, with the homie Miroslav. He said this the other day that you guys, the city of Denver and the Nuggets fans, have done such a good job of loving him. I agree. We've done a great job we of loving, a, we're, we're, loving We are gentle and reciprocal lovers. You watch <laughs> some Jokic. fan bases, they have their star, they complain. Like, yeah. Remember when we had, when we had uh, yeah. Espo on and he was talking about Chris Paul and is not that good or whatever? It's like, no, we have uh, imagine, fully embraced Serbia. Imagine Jokic in Los Angeles and they're like, oh man. I don't know, Elgin Baylor if we wanted our three our triple doubles. I mean, so you're true. right. Like, we, uh, we needed this collectively. Uh, we've accepted it with our whole heart. Uh, Nikola Jokic. Most of us can't even watch you on television, and yet we've developed a deep love affair. That's so true. I it's need you to take this true. deep into your heart and soul. Aaron Gordon, though, tonight he gets 10 points right off the bat. He doesn't score again. How would you assess his God game tonight? Um, we've seen it coming. It was, we did it was see something it that you've seen coming from a, like a, just far away. Started out super hot, but, I mean, that, that got them going. That got the rhythm going. So that was like something that they, they truly did need. Also, his defense on Zion was was good. Like he, he actually yep. tried his hardest. Zion did not go berserk how he typically does. Um, he did have some 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 stops Great at point. the basket, but he's also like he's switching over. Like they they built a wall and and made it hard for Zion where he had to Great see point. different looks. So Aaron Gordon's game was really good. If you think about, it. he scored early to get the rhythm going and then defended at a high level. That's not a game that I'm down on for him. Zion eight of seventeen below fifty percent. And you're right. 21 points. He's Zion is a caliber of player and athlete that nobody can guard, including Aaron Gordon. But the fact that he only had 21 tonight is huge. Remember the last it's, game. It's actually surprising. I would have guessed he was at least 30. I mean, he just, it's because his points are so loud. Very loud. But you're right. Aaron Gordon did a, a, an incredible job on him. A haircut and all. Um, last one I want to go to. In the pregame, I said that I thought Michael Porter was better than Brandon Ingram. Tonight, Brandon Ingram, 27 points. Michael Porter. 28. <laughs> Unbelievable. Proof. Undeniable proof. <laughs> uh, but Porter tonight, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 block. He, too, filled up the entire stat sheet. He goes 12 of 21, so he remains efficient. 3 of 8 from the three-point line. And he becomes so important to this team. He was already important. But you know when Jokic is out on the court? Jokic was out on the court tonight at one point with, like, Faku and um, Shaq Harrison. And, like, I was just looking around. And I was like, there's nobody for him to pass to. And when really the only guy I feel great about him passing to is Porter. And so now it's like there are two t- there's two types of lineups. There's really three types of lineups that there are. Jokic, Porter, and then neither. And if there's neither, it's like, <laughs> you know, I just pray. I mean, the thing is that, that when could, Austin Rivers just starts shooting threes. Man, we're going to talk about him in a second <laughs> because Austin up. Rivers, man, um, we got we, he needs to start making buckets. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing to look at with Michael Porter Jr., just to kind of show you the type of player that he's progressing into and how the Nuggets really want him to be is to look at the field goals attempted. He yeah. took 21 shots tonight. Yep. Jokic takes 20. After that, the highest is nine, and that's Faku, who had a hot night. Yeah, they're getting <laughs> the it to their nice. they're getting it to their top guys. It's a great point, and letting yeah. them create and also get the offense going through them. But also, you're starting to see the offense flowing. Uh, the ball gets to popping. Like everyone knows their role, where it's not like a one person goes, but Jamal, you oh, go, Jokic go. Everybody goes. It's now more of a team effort. But they also know. When the, the when you need a point, when you need a basket, when you need the offense to go, get it to your guys and let them create. 
Michael yeah, Porter man. Jr. is excited about this. This is, I mean, this is like evolving into what playoff offense looks like where you rely heavily on your stars the rotation gets much much smaller you're not you're no longer trying to sort of like get everybody feeling good because you're going to need them down the line it's like all right backs against the wall this is M- the mpj and this is the Jokic show and like everybody else get out of the way except for faku you're the tiny king you can do whatever you want yeah <laughs> porter tonight one thing i, I want to kind of highlight this is one of my bold predictions. If you missed yesterday's show, by the way, it's a notebook episode, so I go through real detailed notes about the game. It's a lot more technical than this show is, you know, just in terms of breaking down the game. Well, well hold on. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, I mean, why, <laughs> saying uh, well, I mean, why you got to pivot? Whatever. All right, go ahead. Uh, but one of the notes I had in there was that, you know, Michael Porter has this reputation of being a guy who, like, can't score off the dribble. Not a guy that doesn't, which is true, but a guy that can't. And I, one of my big predictions for him is that he's going to start scoring more off the dribble now because the Nuggets don't have that many options of how to score the basketball. And tonight he had a couple. They're not always pretty. They're not, I don't think he's going to be Kyrie Irving with a double, you know, triple crossover, step back, whatever. But he can get to the rim. He can get around his defenders. Yes, he's going to have some turnovers, like the one he had where Ingram slapped it off his leg and it goes out of bounds. He's going to have some ugly plays. But I think what part of the story of the Nuggets right now is that they are fully unlocking Michael Porter's, all of his talents, not just this narrow part of it that helps them win, but all of them because they need it. They absolutely need it in order to, to, to win. Yeah, we already knew that this was the year of Michael Porter Jr., but uh, now it really did open up. Like, now it's, it's forced a, it's for him. It's an MPJ summer, dude. It, it's forced <laughs> for him to be, to be like, <laughs> damn it, <laughs> for him to be a, a complete player. And, and also, he's starting to open it up. Today, he only gets one assist, but if you look at the game, like, he's facilitating, he's getting guys into the open spot, he's... Um, starting to see the floor like a little bit better like there's a lot of hockey assists in this game and that's for for multiple players but Michael Porter Jr. like especially he is starting to break guys down off of the dribble because he's the guy that they put the ball in his hands and let him create you're not seeing him on the block just having to shoot because he's taller than everyone else he's also starting to like be within the flow of the offense so they're unlocking Michael Porter Jr. and that's the scare I'm telling you it's the scariest thing that could happen for the Nuggets because when Jamal comes back you have a guy that already is part of the offense. He understands the offense completely. Now he knows how to like go around that. And we already know Jamal Murray is a player that like is okay with like coming off the but like passing it right, and, and right. doing these other things. We're starting to see that. But Jokic being the MVP, Michael Porter Jr. turning in like he's ascending. And then they just have everyone else whose confidence is super high. The Nuggets are unlocked. They're unlocked. Oh, baby. <laughs> I can't wait to get to the vibes check. <laughs> the vibes check. It is coming up. One, uh, Two more things I want to say on, on Michael Porter. One is, you know, he's now so clearly the second most important player on the team. I mean, the other guys like Faku tonight step up. But Michael Porter, they need him. And... I think that there's a difference between telling a guy like, hey, we're all sacrificing, and if we needed you, we would go to you more, but you got to accept a smaller role, versus actually showing him like, yo, now we need you, and we're actually giving – now you see what it's like. And I hope that next year, getting down the line, when Murray does return and they have to tell everybody to sacrifice, he knows it's in earnest. It's not, hey, we need you to sacrifice because none of us are. It's like, it's like, hey, no, this is what happens. We, when we needed you, you got 21 shots a night. Now that everybody's here, it's going to be 18, and you're going to be better for it. And then the other thing, he rolls his ankle at the end. Mm. It was very scary. Um, the Nuggets play tomorrow, guys. They play tomorrow. This has been a marathon of a season. I would be surprised if he plays, but I also just don't want him to. I know that the Nuggets have a chance tonight to climb up to the three seed. Stay healthy. Where do you lie on this, Molly? I know we want to see good mm. basketball, but 
Is it yeah. worth punting a game? That that was a scary moment. I mean, being down in the bar with everyone, there was a collective gasp and like a no. Like uh, it was rough. Yeah, this one, cannot be happening. That and, one translated up here as well. <laughs> yeah, and as much as we love the excitement of watching him play, I mean, it's guys are going down. You're seeing it more uh, and more in every game. Uh, and I agree, he's got to stay healthy. Plus, it's his ankle that has that like creepy drop yeah, foot brace on. Got something on it. Creepy, huh? Yeah, dude. A drop foot brace is creepy. I don't like looking at that. <laughs> I didn't know. It has a name. I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah. His, well, I don't know if the, it's called the drop foot brace, but he wears the brace because of his drop foot. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's hit our first ad break. And Molly, since you're our guest, we'll let you take the ads. Yeah, the, uh, what? Uh, Tell us it's, about I would love, I would love you know, it's, uh, it's actually that. It's actually Manscaped, so just... Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I listen to a lot of... NBA podcast. I'm not the target market. Oh. <laughs> the, that's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep saying we keep getting more and more women. Haley is coming back. She's going to be over here. She's driving here as we speak we to love to it. come back. We we love our audience. We love it. Of uh, every country, every every everybody, every nation, every creed, and some some genders. Except for except for Lakers <laughs> fans. Yeah. yeah every good. Lakers yeah, not fan good. not welcome. <laughs> uh, Breckenridge Brewery, guys, the official beer partner of DNVR. We've got eight Breckenridge breweries on tap here. We also have the Good Company, which is the name of the seltzers, or boozies, whichever you want to call them. You show up here, you can get a boozy and get a draft beer. Do not ask for a boozy. You can ask for it if you want to, if you get here. (laughs) Um, They got the Jokic 15 pack, guys. That's the seltzies. You can get that in the Mile High City Copper Lager, their their Copper Lager beer, or you can get the Jokic pack in the seltzers. You can try it all out. And then, of course, you can go down to the farmhouse, socially distanced, delicious food. If you're looking for a date night, you want to get out in a cool, like, especially... It's getting nice and warm out. You know, oh, my, spring has sprung, bro. Oh, this is my favorite time of year. Even the rain doesn't bother me. Adam has like six favorite times of year. It's it is the, true. Fall is my absolute Adam favorite time. Adam loves the summer uh, solstice. I do. Oh, the summer solstice is the best. Adam is a big fan of anything like celestial when it comes That's to the very day. Anyway, it uh, is very true. I'm a very celestial person. <laughs> Many people have called me that. But you go down to that farmhouse and they have all this like great outdoor area. It's like a really just pretty place to be, you know. And then of course you get a, uh, all the beer. And then of course I also have to tell you about man. Manscaped. I'm not going to read the actual ad that I have here. I feel like it might be a little too too silly. But if you <laughs> do need to do some uh, male below the belt grooming, you Molly. can go to man- Mom, anybody. You can go and check out the Lawnmower 3.0. Thank you, Kale. That was bad luck. That was very good. You need to you need to encourage the chat by the way to buy Molly her first um, Rakia shot. Yeah, yeah. She's sitting here Rakia less. Was that she, she gave the face of like, please don't do that. Um, Whenever I hear you guys talk about it, I'm like, I can't decide if it's like the worst thing in the world yeah, or gonna, the best gonna have, thing in the world. You're going to be faced with that same decision here. Uh, it's, it's a little bit of both. I have, to drive, I have to drive back to my hotel tonight. So All right. So, so she passed it on. Dev will take it. Dev loves it. He'll take it I'll for you. I'll pass it on. Um, you guys can check it out. They've, they've got the perfect package 3.0. It comes with a bunch of different stuff. It's not just below the belt grooming, guys. It's actually all uh, all types of grooming. Beard trimmer, you know, nose trimmer, you got lotions, boxers, everything, travel bags. So check them out, manscaped.com. And, of course, use the promo code DNVR when you do, and you'll get a little discount there, a little discount, 20% off, plus free shipping when you use promo code DNVR. Let's go. Some people are saying it's the best promo code yeah, out there. And plus we're heading into MPJ Summer. You want to be hairy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you guys, speaking of manscaped, did you guys see Jamal Murray's leg? He yeah, have the picture. I did. His entire yeah, leg had to be shaved. I know. I have, a, I have a joke I'm not going to make. Let's go. <laughs> thank, you for, thank, you, thank you for not making that one. Um, we go to the bench tonight, guys. Austin Rivers is where I want to start, and I'm not trying to be a downer. The guy's playing hard, and I'll say the number one thing, 26 minutes, only five shots. I'm very impressed by that. 
Known as a gunner, yep. known as a guy that takes a lot of shots. What I'm not impressed with is he was 0 for 5 shooting. <laughs> the zero Less part. Less impressive, yeah. Um, and he's been struggling. I mean, he, the shots he got tonight, especially from three, good looks. Dev, where are we at with Austin Rivers? Austin he's almost Rivers, up on his in his 10 days. Austin Rivers was great defensively. He, he really was. Um, just active yeah. and, and, and a part of it. Buying in. But the scary part is for you to bring a guy in for offense to right. be a scorer and for him to never score, that's that's just tough. Like, because you you know when when he's when he's in the game, you're expecting him to score. That's the yeah. only reason that you want him to be in. He's taking shots, not a lot of them, but he's taking them, and you're like, okay, this is what he got. Like, yeah. you feel comfortable. This is what he is, and he's not being that. I mean, that's scary. But at the same time, like he is buying into the Nuggets. He is uh, a part of like he's playing defense. Nobody like has talked about Austin Rivers as a defender, and, and the Nuggets they desperately need defense. Um, so I'm, it's a mixed bag for me. With, with yeah, him. I mean he is comfortable with the ball, which is a plus. There were times where he had one time in particular where he had a wide open three and he passed it up, gave it to Jokic who who canned it. Um, <laughs> it's a good decision. It was a good. De- that's the point. Like he's making yeah. good decisions generally speaking, and you know he's a player that. Malone feels comfortable having on the floor when we're up by two True. and we absolutely need to have a free throw because, you know, he's been in these these situations. So it's, you know, it, he's a player you are not happy that you have to rely on, but he's a player that you're also like, it's nice that you can in a sense. It's just, he's just not going to be a scorer. Like, that's just not it. Like, and we don't want him to be a scorer. Like, like you said, he only shot five times. Do you have any Austin Rivers takes? Did you have enough feeling about Austin Rivers before the Nuggets added him? Molly. Me. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, I'll say, so to be honest, didn't know that much about him okay. prior, prior to this. But I will say there was a moment when I was down there watching the game and I, I looked up and I was like, Austin Rivers, Shaq Harrison, it's April. Yeah. And the Nuggets are winning. Yeah. Like, what is the? It's kind of great. It is. I mean, and I think, I mean, it just goes to show again how, I mean, Jokic on the floor, it's like you can take pretty much any dudes, put him out there. Yeah. And they're going to be good. But, yeah, I mean, the, the 0 for 5 shooting definitely stood out to yeah. me tonight. And because and in part because some of the shots he had were, like, total, you got to make this one. Yeah, that's why you're here. You got to make it. And Did not make it. Did not make yeah. it. But you know what? My broader point is that I never would have – I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't like Austin Rivers coming into this experiment with the, with the Nuggets. I have to give him credit. Not be, He hasn't made the shots, but I actually like the way he's playing. And he does feel, to your point, Dev – like he's just trying so hard to win and, and fit in and this or that and the Nuggets are coming up on a decision on him and I'm really curious to see. I I, I assume they're just going to keep him because they, they need him. a. Like, they what, need are, a like, what else is he going to do? do? Yeah. I think the only reason they would have not kept him is if they felt like behind the scenes he was a distraction and it doesn't. I have not heard anything of that and on the court it doesn't appear mm. to be that at all. I mean, what kind of like, what, what kind of loser would you have to be to come in on a ten day contract and be a, a, a locker room cancer? You would be <laughs> so, like. A, Kicking people's stuff out of the. <laughs> I'm telling you, you'd be surprised though, man. I guess. I, I'm, I'm telling you, know what? you, Nate Robinson could do it, dude. <laughs> there's a lot of guys that just that, <laughs> they feel like they've proven themselves so much in the league that they're like, I'm just gonna come in and I'm gonna be the, the veteran right. on this on this team. So there's a lot of people. I mean, Molly is she's basically on a 10 day of the show. Yeah, she's so she, cocky. And like run. over here, she's <laughs> over here trial run. Uh, um, Javale McGee tonight gets into the game. Uh, Weird night that uh, Jamichael Green was out. It says coach's decision. I don't know if this was a late, like a late scratch or or what have you. He wasn't. There was reported he wasn't out for warmups, and then he joined the team a little bit late. It might have just been that they were like, "Hey, tonight's a Javale McGee night." But I liked it. 
He was a team worst minus five. No, Aaron Gordon was a minus 14 tonight. But he was a minus five tonight. But I felt like he yeah. was actually made a couple impactful defensive you know, impressions. I feel, I feel like I know why. is because it's the first game of a back-to-back. They're, tonight is Paul. Tomorrow is... Could be. Jermichael. You might be right. I know I'm right. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was only 12 minutes from, from JaVale. Anything from JaVale for you? Yeah, I mean, the two blocks, like, stand out. And also, there was, like, two alters. Like, one of them, Zion throws the ball out of bounds just because he had to change, like, his shot at the rim. Uh-huh. Um, McGee, is, he's, he's a, a paint protector, and he is still doing that. He's not scoring. But that's just been the second unit. The offense has not been there for that second unit. Um, so they're trying to get going in different ways. So the defense is how they got to get it going. And and that's great to see. Like when, when a team is like known for their offense, um, especially with that second unit and the defense is what's standing out, that's great. Like you got to know JaVel McGee's not playing a whole bunch of minutes and he's put in the game to be impactful. And he was impactful on the defensive end, especially with, ja- I mean, sorry, with Jamichael Green out of this game. So I think that, you know, his minutes are, are great whenever they could come because they're not long, but they, they he comes in and he does exactly what they want him to do. The bar, it's always distracting to me when they put on like it's a good vibe. Maybe this dude, is we should segue to the vibe check. Some Bill Withers, dude. Should we should we segue to the vibe check? The vibes are feeling pretty good right now. Do you guys just want to sit here silently for 10 to 15 I kind of do. Just want to. Oh, look, we got the vibes meter. How come I'm tragic? What the uh, heck happened here? I'm I'm immaculate. Who I'm also, made this? Why am I red? I'm uh, uh, yeah, black. The colors are a little <laughs> made you like alarming. extra dark. Am I black? Am I black? I'm sorry. I was uh, just to be, let everyone know. Uh, I hate you and I'm racist. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna do a little a little vibe vibe meter on here, but first I have to tell people you want to talk about, you want to talk about good vibes. The DNVR Twitter account we told you the other day we were two hundred shy of ten thousand. We are a mere thirty one followers. Oh my god, dude! Shy of 10, we might get past that tonight. We haven't had a graphic spring loaded for like five days. That's yeah, true. Give us the ten k. It's embarrassing. We did just pass eleven thousand subscribers on here, so thanks to everybody tuning in. Don't forget, by the way, tomorrow NFL draft. If you're an NFL fan, we have a live show going. We got a whole bunch. The whole squad is hands on deck for the for the football draft, NFL draft. All right, but the vibe meter, Eric. I'm gonna go to you first. Where are the vibes? You saw, is it a Dev? Is it an Adam? Is no, it the, a the, the vibes, Brendan? The vibes. Two weeks ago, we're so Adam, it was hard to breathe. I had a hard time. Like, I didn't know if I needed to find a new team, (laughs) discover a new sport. Uh, Can I say, Dev, out of everybody in the company, who do you think took the Murray injury the hardest? Kale. (laughs) Kale's more more sensitive. I uh, I was going to say it was Eric. I I mean, for a while, I thought Eric was going to quit DNVR. He was sad that night. That was rough. I wasn't going to quit DNVR. I was going to quit life. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Uh, But then, you know, Bill Withers came on. That's right. Barton started to play. And then we hit peak or base Adam again. (laughs) We lose Barton. The vibes are tragic. But ever since then, we're just. Go, moving up and up and up and up, and I would gotta say, I'm feeling a little Harrison right now. Mm. Wow, see, quite where's Harrison super again? Let me, let me, let me see where, where was he at the on this scale? I can't remember. Quite immaculate. Okay, but they're, they're icy oh Harrison. <laughs> they are cautiously optimistic. They're feeling good about themselves, but they'll le- never let you know it. Molly, where, where are the vibes at for you with this Nuggets team? So you need to have it up on the screen so I'll, she can I'll make. I'll say, and I keep coming back to like my experience tonight at the bar, which was fantastic. That the vibes were relieved, 
for yeah. a minute down there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I, I agree. We're definitely on this. Like, wow, we can, we can do this. I'd say we're somewhere between Dev and Harrison. Oh, on that we're, we're not the quite vibe, there the yet. Vibes are I think, I think we want to see how we do on the second night of a back-to-back with this team and. Yeah. I think if we win tomorrow night, we'll we'll be at Harrison. No. We'll, we'll be straight to Mac. Oh, tomorrow is just to get to Harrison. Wow. Yeah. What, what does it take to get Brendan immaculate status? Hey, is it Clippers Lakers? They got them over the weekend. You win those ones, maybe it's immaculate again. Mm-hmm. Where are your vibes? No, I've got Def oh, okay. next. I'm always the last. You saved right, the best right. for last. So my vibes are. Uh, I'm feeling really. Uh, Brendan-ish. Oh, that's the king of vibes. He is. He's Mister Immaculate. You're back to Immaculate. I'm all the way up. Like the Nuggets oh. are way up. They're winning games without playing excellent ball. Like <laughs> people are not. Sco- they only that's had Michael Porter Jr. and, and a few guys scored tonight. <laughs> like Faku, he's looking like he's coming on, and that's a backup. You get Monte coming back soon. The defense is on. You have Jermichael Green, who was supposed to be a huge part of this rotation, take a night off, and they still win the game. Um, Jokic is the MVP, and he, there's going to start bringing the attention because it's it's a lock. He is the MVP this year. Like my vibes are super duper high right now, and, and also, like like you said in the pregame show, the Lakers are coming back. We don't know what type of team they're going to be, they're so they're going to ride this. Night. They're going to ride this streak into the playoffs, and then and for there, like who knows what can happen? This Nuggets are a team that you can't prepare for. They're a team that you just don't know or how to figure it out, and they still continue to win games. They're winning with Afros. Yeah. So you can do whatever you want. Afros in 2021. It looks like the Clippers are going to lose. The Clippers are going to lose, but we move within one game. I feel like such a pessimist now, but that's okay. A dose of reality. A dose of reality. People are here to have fun. In the winner's lounge, you just feel like 10% better is the thing. That's the thing about it. Um, Adam. I'm going to say that I'm in between. You're going to pick Adam, aren't you? Just Well, <laughs> technically, Adam should be the best, but this is a weird graphic. Um, I'm going to go in between Harrison and Vote. And here's what I'm going to say. The, the immaculate vibes have been repurposed. Before it was the smuggets. We were so they were so immaculate that we were feeling the smug. But you know what? There's multiple ways to feel immaculate. And here's how I'm feeling personally right now about this Nuggets team. You know that scene in Braveheart? when they're sitting across the battlefield God. and they all pick up their their kilts not skirts their kilts and they just <laughs> they like moon them basically and are like you know what they were outnumbered it doesn't matter like what you know what <laughs> always what is it? always outgun never outman that's how i feel right now where it's like hey we're down we're down bring it on Bring it on. We got Shaq Harrison, baby. You know, we got Austin Rivers, baby. What do you mean? We're down. We got our guys. And that's just how I feel like. Do I feel as confident that the Nuggets are going to compete for a championship this year? No. But you know what? You gotta, you're going to have to kill the Nuggets. You know, They're not going to die. You're going to have to kill them. You know what's crazy about that? Look, I was once in this relationship. Oh. And when I was in this relationship, nobody uh-huh. thought we were going to last. <laughs> nobody <laughs> thought we would last. They yeah, said he kidding. was in a relationship. Yeah, no kidding. Everyone was right. right. They said that we were going to go by the end of the week. <laughs> I was going to go talk to other girls. No, uh-huh. I was focused. Uh-huh. I was locked in. I didn't care about the outsiders. I didn't care about everybody right. not believing in the... us or anything like that. And you know what? We lasted. We lasted the entire month. The <laughs> entire <laughs> month. Woo, boy. Wow, that was a wow. That's a big time relationship (laughs) right there. (laughs) Is that even a relationship? That feels like uh, you just went like on vacation. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, all right. Hey, it was a great one. Um, Illegal Pete's guys. Clippers lost. Clippers Clippers lost. lost. (laughs) Guys, illegal Pete's. You guys have heard of Chipotle. You've heard of Cudova. Those places are okay. You know what's Denver's best, dude? Illegal Pete's. Chipotle started in Colorado. They left. They now are headquartered in California. 
Illegal Pete is back. We're so pumped to have him, guys. Honestly, right down the street. When we got Illegal Pete back, first day I went, I went back there. I actually had gone a bunch of times when they were with us, but <laughs> it felt better going there when I was back in the partnership. And I'm telling you guys, you go there, I get the, bur I get the burrito bowl. I always do the bowl. I get it with chicken. I get it with peppers. I get it with cheese, sour cream, pico de gallo. The whole order? You give us the whole and then, order? And then sometimes I'll put the green chili. It depends on if I want the green chili that day or not. It's 50-50. It just depends on your mood. I'm telling you, you have to go there. Check it out. Um, right down the street from us, they got a great bar. They've actually got locations all over Colorado. They even have one in Phoenix. So if you're down in Phoenix, you want to check that out, you can go out over there. They got one in Fort Collins. Can I tell you what? what first off, that, what does that tell uh, The best part about Illegal Pete's, two things. The stir. Not number true. one. Well, that is number two. Number one, they have different flavors not offered at these other places they have pesto which i highly recommend that's right they also have the potato burrito which is fantastic and as adam alluded to the stir what does that mean they put on adam's order where he just gave you every piece of his order <laughs> they put those all together other places leave them separated like uh layers yeah, yeah. like layer like it's good um Legal pizza, stir it all up. Every yeah. bite, homogenous. Homogenous. That's what you go for. Uh, also, want to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. You guys know them, presenting sponsor of our show. Um, and right now, guys, tomorrow night is the draft. They have this great deal: bet one dollar to win one hundred dollars if a quarterback is drafted first overall tomorrow that night. That would be Trevor Lawrence. That would be Trevor Lawrence, and he is going to be drafted first overall. So this is like it's that open secret. Everybody knows it. They're trying to just tell you, bet $1, you win 100 So if you want 100 free dollars, sign up for... If you're planning on retiring someday, get 100 free dollars and then listen to, De to Dev every night. And then just stack it up until you, right, until you own the Nuggets or something. Turning $1 into $100 in free bets. It's that simple. And there are a number of ways to take action on the draft. So head there now. You can bet on the order. You can bet on like who's going to be taken at what, what point who this team's going to take. It's a lot of fun. It actually makes the draft fun. If you're not into the draft and you want to check it out tomorrow, do that. And then watch, of course, DNVR. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Winnings paid out in free bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Lastly, Strava Craft Coffee. Did you try any Strava tonight at the at the bar? I guess it's, it's late. Not, Why would no, you get some, some late, coffee? Yeah. Yeah, it is a little late. Yeah. I do drink coffee late, though. Yeah, I remember asking for a Strava before. I remember asking for a Why Strava. Is that, what, what, did we not get you one, or what's the deal? Adam said, absolutely not. Oh. I said no, because you were a little wired that day, weren't you? You were a little high. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Strava, Strava Craft <laughs> Coffee, guys. Adam forbade you from getting coffee. This, doesn't, this is not a true story. There's no way I would have forbade him from doing anything, quite literally anything. Uh, Strava Craft Coffee, guys. Colorado's own, right here. Made uh, locally. CBD-infused coffee. It's great for headaches, backaches, migraines, uh, joint pain, IBS, uh, anything. And it gives you that jolt of coffee, but not the jitters where you feel like you're like strung out or anything. Check it out. If you want to try it out, just try one cup. You can come here to the DMDR bar. We have it on tap, and you can check them out. Um, is there? We're still waiting on Harrison. So it's always. Can you guys, do you guys know who the slowest dresser is? It's who we're waiting on. Uh, Dev. <laughs> I, I think it's well, not. <laughs> well, yeah, it's because you do such a good job. Oh, there you go. Well, there in the go. in the meantime, though, don't we need? I want to hear Molly's origin story. Uh, oh yeah, we have the origin oh. story. Like Molly is a Nuggets fan from Denver. From Denver, living behind enemy lines in Salt, in Salt Lake, Lake City. City. In fact, I was at the seven game. Were you really? Last year. Oh. I was. How did we not? This is like that. Automatically makes you awesome. It was. I shed real tears. That's um, the only Nuggets game that has a name. It is, and I. It's true. It will go down as one of my best Nuggets memories of my life. I mean, this podcast 
is going to be up there too. Yeah, but. this podcast will be right yeah. up there with the seven. That's yeah. impressive. So, but what is it like? What is it like living amongst people who think Rudy Gobert <sighs> is fun to watch? It's horrible. <laughs> Honestly, jazz fans are the worst. Really? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, I would yeah. never guess that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Rudy Gobert love, I really just don't get it. And um, like, I don't hate the jazz. I'm a huge Donovan Mitchell fan. Um, don't get the Rudy Gobert love. And yeah, it's jazz nation out there. Like, Utahns are very serious about about the jazz. Are you a solo Nuggets fan or do you have like a group of so, people? This is a great question. So my boss at work, who she's more of a friend than a boss, her and her husband, huge Nuggets fans. Her husband grew up here in Denver. They lived here. So the three of us, plus another Nuggets fan, we're all going to be at the game next week, too, when Nuggets are in Salt Lake playing the Jazz. So, yeah, I've got, I've got a little core this is awesome. of, of Nuggets fans. Yeah, it's great. Of did phalanx. You, did yeah. you ever see the uh, Mellow's People of Utah yes. commercial? <laughs> I had to, <laughs> to, to dig that up and send it to a couple coworkers the other day, too, because I was like, do you guys remember that? And a couple of them had never seen it. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. But maybe you could start. If you were to start a People mm-hmm. of Utah, what would it be? Jokic? Porter? Faku? Where are we going here? I think it's Jokic. It's got to be. Jokic's people of Utah. Jokic's people of Utah. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue, but it is. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a little tough. Is Haley? Are you going to hop in here? I say, uh, Deborah, are you going to hop out? Haley, going to hop in and give it a live report? You know why? Because I think that it's a rockia. It's a rockia shot. No, 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 no. That's how this works. He's going to do a shot with Haley. Haley has returned. Molly is here. Um, so they're, they're we're Adam and no, no, but you said you were doing shots for Molly. Rocky yeah. is coming. So this is works. you're Sorry. taking mine. <laughs> I don't Hell know why no. in my mind, in my mind, Haley, Rocky Haley, was red. Haley, come, come. Just give you, give her a little. Chiefly. Chiefly. <laughs> Wait a minute, how did Molly escape Rocky? Now get up and let our guests have a speak because I want to ask what the vibe was like at Ball Arena tonight. <laughs> Bringing in another guest. We're full of guests today. I know. Welcome to the DMVR Nugget Show. The only all-female show. So Haley's back. She's got the Sambor Shuffle. Um, How was Ball Arena tonight? Oh, man. It was fucking great. It was... The vibes were immaculate. It was so great. Yeah. I um, rolled up late because uh, the train in from the... Oh. Don't touch it, he means. Okay. Don't touch it. Take your hand off it. There it is. <laughs> there you go. Um, the train, there was a train accident. Um, oh, wow. Oh, my God. Ahead of the train before me. Um, is it off? So, oh, is it working now? We don't know. Okay. I can see Harrison calling, by the way. Anyways, it was it was like a wild time. to. I had to take two buses and then ended up sharing an Uber with a stranger. Are you back get. in town then for a second game now? You flew in yes. just for a game. Yes, since it's a back-to-back. Dude, who are these? This same. This <laughs> new. That's so. This yeah. brave oh new God, world yeah, in which yeah, we live, yeah, where yeah, not so only cool. do we have female fans of the Nuggets, we have female fans of the Nuggets who that travel. travel out of state. Who I to would watch say them. are cooler than you guys. Without question. All right, you know what? I was going to ask you more questions, Haley, but we have. It's our, it's our show it, now. But, yeah, it's your show. But uh, go ahead and mute their mics. We got to bring in. Uh, <laughs> we got to bring the man with the wind in his hair, the Peloton Prince. To let us know what was happening in in the locker rooms. First of all, though, a report from the game, Harrison. Just give us your overarching thoughts, because this was a very up and down game. It was an exciting one. What's your big takeaway from this one? 
felt like when the Nuggets got up early, the Pelicans were about to break a huddle with one, two, three Cancun and just like end their season. <laughs> I, I thought they were done. I mean, this Pelicans team, man, is so poorly coached, like so poorly run. It's awful to just watch. Um, but I mean, they can hit shots. Brandon Ingram can hit shots. Zion got going a little in the second half. And Denver just kind of stopped playing at the end. It's funny, like you never really felt like the game was in doubt. At least I didn't. But it definitely it took a while to wrap up there. Um, um, so take us then to uh, the post game. I'm, I'm curious what Michael Malone, if he was feeling good about this one or, or not good about it. He he wasn't like super super frustrated or anything. I would say he was more relieved than anything else. Um, just kind of talking about the near collapse. He said tonight was almost like beyond belief. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. We got to stop and the clock is our friend and we throw it down court. And we shoot a three with 20, 22 on the shot clock. That was of the craziest play. That. Michael man. Porter Jr. Three. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And, and uh, an absolutely wild shot reminiscent of that Tory Craig three from the playoffs. Um, <laughs> it was. He, talk, he talked about the turnovers also uh, just a lot of late breakdowns and then he was saying, like, look, Nicola, when does he ever make plays like that? He said, this guy, I think, is second in the NBA in minutes. I think he's mentally and physically exhausted. Faku played 36 minutes, minutes tonight. Some of his turnovers were late as well. Um, so pinning some of just those mental errors and exhaustion just on the fact that some of these guys might be fried right now. So hearing that, what do you think the odds are that the Nuggets rest some guys tomorrow night, a back-to-back against the Raptors. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I mean, maybe if you're looking to rest a guy, Michael Porter Jr. might be the guy to rest, yeah. uh, considering he had that rolled ankle, uh, that, that left ankle that looked really scary um, when he went down, but he was able to walk off under his own power. You know, he said post game that the ankle was fine. He said it did kind of hinder him a little bit down the stretch. He was feeling it late in that fourth quarter, uh, but he said he'd be good to play tomorrow. I mean, look, if the Nuggets go to Nikola Jokic and say, we want to rest you tomorrow, and he says, I want to play, like, what do you do at that point? Yeah. Well, you sit him. You tell him no. <laughs> I actually don't think it's that hard. <laughs> He's well, really important. I think, they've been, in the... situ- well, I think no. they've been in the situation before, and, like, I think they've wanted to rest him before, and he said, I want to play. I feel like so, a stern no would work. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can't tell a player, but we are 11 days away, for, or 11 games away now from the playoffs, and at some point you have to say, would they like the three seed? Yes. The Clippers lost tonight, but they can't afford a single other injury at, at this point. No, I totally so, agree. I totally agree. No, um, the right thing to do would be definitely to rest him tomorrow. Rest everybody. Like, honestly, just can we just take the L and move Let's on? Let's see what like, Bull I'd be, Bull I'd has. Be okay with yeah. that. They, just treat it like baseball now where you don't have to actually throw four pitches for the intentional walk. They just show up and they're like, yeah, we, we're just going to take the L tonight. <laughs> that would be nice, yeah. <laughs> the Adam Silver. Oh, that might ruin that. your night. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, yeah, we're over here advocating for this. And here's Molly. She's like. No, I drove here. <laughs> Sorry, I will sacrifice for what is best for the team. Oh, look at that! What Are you going to cheer any less if it's Marcus Howard and Bull Bull tomorrow oh. night? The crowd no. cheers more. Bull Bull, Bull. Bull. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be fun. Uh, what else, Michael Malone, have to say? 
So we talked a bunch about the defense because I thought really kind of despite the end of the fourth quarter it was a pretty good defensive game. I mean, Zion has torched this Nuggets team in the past. And I think they held him to, what was it, 21 points tonight. Yeah. Um, he shouted out Aaron Gordon for his defense on Zion. He shouted out Paul Millsap. And then just also the defense behind those guys because it obviously takes more than one guy to stop Zion. And then he also shouted out his four really good defensive guards, as he put it. P.J. Dozier. Fokker Campasso, Shaquille Harrison, and Austin Rivers. He said yeah. all four of those guys can really, really guard. And our defense obviously starts on the ball. I mean, the Nuggets are kind of a defensive team now with this new group that they have. I, I feel like they're segue that direction. Tonight, a 101.8 defensive rating against a good, you know, a team that scores. So uh, that I, I do think that's a part of it. And I wonder if they win a lot of games or the games that they win are a result of this great defense. Um, was there anything totally. else from Malone? Yeah, no. Um, there was one more thing, but I mean, I agree with your point. Last five games, they're fourth in defensive rating, and I don't think it's a coincidence that like Shaq Harrison and P.J. Dozier have been playing big, big minutes as of late. Those are two really good defenders. Um, it was funny. Malone was asked, like, how does he keep his emotions in check during the that late game sequence? And he goes, six years ago, I might have had a heart attack. Do you remember <laughs> how he was? In those late game situations, like five, six years ago. All right, I'm calling BS. You guys help me out here. Malone hasn't grown in this way. He's still insane. Are you kidding? Not, since when is he hiding his emotion? The other night, the Nuggets, when they win big and Bull Bull and Marcus Howard come in and they get like outscored in the final minutes, he was furious yeah. at the podium. And they just won by 25. He doesn't give anyone a break. Yeah. I'm like okay, I like that he said. I like that he feels better, but from outside, I'm not sure. You, well, you should have seen Malone. On a front, you know. Yeah. You should have seen Malone when Michael Porter Jr. took that transition three. He oh walks my God. back to the bench, sits down, takes whatever piece of paper that was on his seat, crumples it up, and just throws it. <laughs> wow! Wow! That's so dramatic. Oh my gosh! Malone, yeah. and, Malone, and Porter are just like they really are hilarious. Uh, oil and water, they're almost. The, they're like, the odd couple. They are the odd couple, <laughs> but it's working. Um, all right. Take us inside the locker room. Uh, yeah, so we talked with Nicola tonight. Uh, he was asked about um, the block, I'll say. Uh, he I said, know. I saw you putting this out there. You thought it was a dirty block. Well, I thought it was a foul. Okay, foul. that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's a dirty block. Did you guys not think it was a foul? I don't know if I saw like a replay of it, to be honest with I you. I did not think it was a foul. No. Okay, I thought it was. I mean, it's... I'd say it's like split 50-50 on Twitter, to be honest. I thought it was a foul. Uh, Nicola said he was just going hard. Even if I fouled him, he just wasn't going to make sure that it wasn't going to be an and one. So, yeah. like, that was his thinking. I'm just going to, you know, go up strong, contest the shot, um, just be there. And it, Jokic was also asked about his defense tonight, just what he thinks of himself as a defender. This was a great answer. He said, I think I'm in the middle. I'm not the best defender. I'm not the worst defender. I'm in the middle. I, I like that. that. All right. So great. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's how, I, that's how I run half marathon. Yeah, he's the, he's the yeah. Not in the front, not at the back. What a little flex. Did you hear that flex? That's how I run half marathon. I'll say that's so, how I run ah, a 10K. I'll change that to a 10K. Whoa. That's how I uh, work I like out. Just, I no, I like being right in the middle. You're not, you're not making a splash. You're not making people mad. You're just right in the middle. We all we all run marathons. Yeah, we know. Yeah, it's yeah, not a big run, deal. Right? Okay, we all, all do them. I've, I've done a couple this week I as well. Here. <laughs> I ran here. I ran here from Salt Lake. Save it for DNVR runs. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, what else from the locker room there, Wind? 
Uh, so we also spoke to Paul tonight, and he really applauded Michael Malone for how good of a communicator he's been uh, with this front court rotation, him, Jamichael Green, JaVale McGee. Uh, he said Malone has been really good at telling them, like, when they're going to play, when they're not going to play. Um, and, and, like, Paul made sure to shout him out about that. And um, he said it's like nothing but love between those three guys. They all want to see each other do well, but obviously, like, they all want to be out on the court. Um, the alley-oop heard around the world. Paul Millsap's alley-oop tonight. Oh, my uh, God. Said, yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah. This was a great quote. He said um, – I was shocked that he threw it. I've been trying to get someone to throw me an alley-oop all year. <laughs> Nobody would. <laughs> Jamal throws bounce passes. Everybody else throws bounce passes, but I've been telling everyone I'm a lob threat. <laughs> I love threat. it, man. That's too funny. Dad's great. Yeah. That's a great dad joke, Paul. That's really <laughs> total dad joke. Uh, all right, yeah. what else we got? Uh, he was just talking about the defense that they played on Zion. He, he shouted out Aaron. He mentioned that Aaron is like, He's got a lot of strength. Like Aaron Gordon's a big guy. Uh, he's built. He's tall, obviously. And, you know, that's the best matchup for Zion that the Nuggets have had over the last couple of years. So um, that was a big factor, of course. And then we also talked to, to Porter, like I was saying. And he really had, I thought, his most transparent quote of the last couple of weeks in terms of, like, stepping up into this number two or really number one at times scoring role. And he said – Look, growing up, I've always been on a team where I'm the focal point. Coming to this team and fitting in, I accepted a role playing alongside these guys, and I love doing it. When those guys go down, just being a focal point of an offense, it's not anything that's new to me. And, wow. and that was like really the the most transparent and just candid I think he's been so far of just saying, like, look, I, I've totally kind of changed my offensive game at times to fit next to these two guys, and now I can be the number one option again, and it's nothing new for me. That's a 10 out of 10 quote, man. You have to feel good yeah. about it. I mean, you have to feel great about that. So many people project things onto Michael Porter, ourselves included. Like, you know, how does he feel about this or that? But that that's a quote that makes you feel confident that he is comfortable here in Denver and on this team. And, of course, we all knew he'd be comfortable mm. stepping into the role he's at now. But it sounds like he's comfortable in the entire process. And, and that's, I think, reassuring. I couldn't agree more. He's had a lot of insight lately, and he's and talking BJ. about it a lot. Yeah, like I feel like every interview he's talking about his role and trying to step up and like do what the team needs him to do. And it's yeah, so I true. think the way that Malone handled him coming, you know, on the team. Baby. Yeah, I think it was got, exactly how he needed to grow. Yeah, he's got like microwaved maturation. He like <laughs> has matured very quickly. And came from a place where he was just like absolutely not he was ready. Frozen. To be. frozen. He just wasn't ready to be in the NBA. Like he just was a yeah. child. Like he yeah. didn't even play in college, and so he had weird expectations. He did funny things. He was, you know, like not paying attention, and um, just it. You know, the uh, the pressure has made a diamond. The pressure has made a diamond. Do you have any final yeah, thoughts, Wind, about the game or about this uh, moment with the Nuggets? Yeah, I just don't think Stan Van Gundy's Pelicans tenure is going to last that much longer. Just got to say. Um, yeah. I don't know why he was hired in the first place. I don't get it. I didn't understand it. They're wasting away Zion Williamson. They're wasting him. Hot takes from Harrison Wind, although probably not that bad. I will say, how many organizations go through coach after coach? They get a young player and they're like, 
we got to make him happy. We got to make sure it's right. You go from coach to coach to coach. And the next thing you know, you're five years in and the co- players are like, all right, I'm out of here, man. I'm out of here. So you're not wrong, but there might not be a right. So, uh, all right, Harrison, thank you so much, buddy. Get home safe. Miss you, Harrison. Everybody check out Harrison's great miss- piece he had with Shaq Harrison. I know. We talked about this, though. He, I'm just repumping it up. But he fumbled. No, I'm not saying we can't talk about it. I'm saying what we did talk about is that he didn't call it Harrison on Harrison. Or he yeah. didn't call oh, it, he didn't call it Harrison. Well, huge miss. Huge <laughs> miss. Do it. Shameful. Um, also shameful, we are now up to 9,974 followers, which means we gained five during the show. With our pleas. With our plea. I got. I basically begged and it didn't what happen. What do you people Let's want Let's just from go us? walk around on the street a little bit <laughs> and just, just ask people to add. Follow us on Twitter. Like, we, don't want, we don't want to fire Brendan, but we will fire we will Brendan. Fire, we will fire him, yeah, for sure. Um, Molly, how was your first trip to the Winner's Lounge? Amazing. Immaculate. Yeah. I thank you so much for having me on. This has been a little behind the scenes look. Um, I love what you guys do. Well, we love what you do. And so does Argentina. That's why you're welcome there anytime you want. Uh, I will learn Spanish. You will learn, learn, learn a little bit. They speak a, a very unique type of Spanish. Um, how was your second trip to Ball Arena slash the Winner's Lounge? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's, yeah, it's so, I feel like I'm in a dream. Does it feel like They're less speechless. cool the second time? Is this like no. now you're like, it's, you just No, it's it really okay. cool. Yeah, winning, it's going to just start to get old, you Never. know? Never. Never uh, does. You're going to become jaded and shitty like me and Adam. Yeah. <laughs> you show up and like, uh, turn on the game. I have never felt that way. Every Actually, Nuggets win is a gift. If you've been a fan oh, for a long time, every win is a gift. And God. every Faku 3 is a fucking gift. That's true. And, uh, it's like Christmas. I just, I scream laugh every time. I just, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm just like laughing and screaming at the same time whenever he unbridled probably boy. sound crazy Un- yeah, that does. yeah yeah uh everybody hit thank you so much for tuning in with us don't forget hit the subscribe button hit the like button follow Talk, us on goddamn twitter. follow us on twitter buy merch become a member check out the list read harrison's piece there's so many cool things for you to do um but we appreciate everybody that hung with us tonight we're back tomorrow we do have a pre-game post-game show we're not going to be in the lounge though we're doing it remotely because the draft tomorrow they get the lounge they get the space i guess it's more important um, it definitely is. But we're going to be back again tomorrow, guys. Nuggets, Raptors, whatever happens, we'll be having fun with it. We'll see you then. Adios. Before we get out of here, guys, I want to tell you about Hassle Cattle Company. We brought you damn good beer. Now we're delivering damn good beef. Hassle Cattle Company is the absolute best source for farm-to-table Wagyu beef in the country. Hassle Cattle Company is a fourth-generation cattle farm out of Texas, and they ship all over the U.S., and they call their beef blue-collar Wagyu because it's affordable. It's top of the line, but it's also affordable. They got hamburgers. They got steaks. They got sausages. They got jerkies. They got salsas. They got all kinds of stuff. And you can go to their website, HassleCattleCompany.com, H-A-S-S-E-L-L, CattleCompany.com. And you can check out all of the products that you want, select, you know, kind of put together your package, and they'll ship it straight to your door and you'll have meat. If you want to order for a month, for a year, whatever it is, order it. You'll have all of that stuff for you. And when you use promo code DNVR10, you get 10% off your order. That's DNVR10 for 10% off your order. If you spend $200 or more, you get free shipping.